This podcast contains adult situations, horror themes, and disturbing content, and may not be suitable for all audiences. Enjoy! Welcome, my darling, to episode 11 of the Blood Grove Stories. Your levels have finally started evening out. That's good. That's very good. We can start introducing the narcotics. Hey, everyone. Okay, I managed to escape my loves in, um, in a way. I'm at the cafeteria where it looks like I'm just working on my thesis, <laughs> like everyone else. I mean, I'm, I'm nearly done with it. That's a plus, at least. I've decided I'm going to keep going with this podcast even after the thesis is over. This isn't just about a ship sinking. This is about monsters, or one specific monster, a very real one that has been lost to history, and I have proof! So I'm, um, I'm going to focus on finishing my thesis, <laughs> and uh, hopefully I can give you my full attention in the next episode. I'm not gone yet. Just going to try to finish some other work while I'm also working on this. No time to really listen to the tapes first, <laughs> but I have specific upload dates. I-, I can review it after I upload it. I swear, if I were a lesser woman, I'd be exhausted. After two deaths, they've doubled the amount of dinner shows. Normally, I trade off with the band, the magician, the other types of singers. But now, they requested my show more than before. And well, I should feel tired, but I don't. It is very sad that those poor men passed away. But there's nothing I can do to change that. All I can do is perform. Just try to bring some joy to their lives. So I'm here, rehearsing, when I would rather be sleeping. But that's the life of a celebrity, isn't it? Hey! You miss Valentine? Yes? Is there anything I can help you with, dear? Oh, no. Um, I just wanted to ask if uh, you were going to perform that one song tonight about the rain clouds. (laughs) Yes, I know the one. Well, I hadn't originally considered it, but I'd gladly work it in for you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) By the way, um... That little sparkly blue dress you wear is just so gorgeous. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Thank you, dear. I'm going to go back to rehearsing. I'll see you at the show tonight. Oh, of course. Okay, bye. Well, that's a first. Maybe I'll wear that blue dress for the big show. Give a fan a little something special. Miss Valentine, they said you would have a special request for tonight's show. Oh, yes. Tonight, we're going to have some rather wild humor. Please don't serve anything too heavy tonight. Not a problem. I will take care of it. Oh! Oh, so the lounge singer Darla's been into this whole time is Josie? (gasps) That's really adorable, in a way. I mean, I'm still mad at her for what she did to Nora, but it is a bit humanizing to see her almost giddy. It's easy to forget that bad people are still people. Oh man, speaking of complex people, I want to check in on Mary. I I, I know she was saying that she didn't love Tommy, but her reaction to his death was... intense. I want to see how she is. Dr. Weissman, I... I know I should bring you this recorder, but I, I, I can't. It feels like the last thing I have left of him. All of his 
things are, all the things are packed. They're all tucked away in the closet, but I just, I can't look at any of it. It makes me feel so overwhelmed and, and guilty. I mean, I, I feel like I did this to him, like, like it was me who drove him to, who drove him to, I didn't show up to our Valentine's Day dinner here, I planned out, and it was a special, I, I didn't show up, no, God, I can't even say it. I didn't love him anymore, and I, and, and, and then I don't. Not, not like a good wife should, but, but we were together for so long. I, and I still cared about him. I, I did truly care about him. That's why I hid everything. I didn't want to be with him anymore, but I, I didn't want to abandon him. I, it's, I, w I was trapped. Well, not by him. I, I mean, I did it to myself, but I, I stayed because I care about him. And I never wanted to hurt him. And if he knew my situation, it would just destroy him. He, he loved me so much. Mrs. Washburn, I wanted to bring you some lunch. No one has seen you for a couple of days. I hope I'm not overstepping my bounds. <clears throat> just, just a minute. <clears throat> Cindy, uh, thank you for coming by. Uh, you can, you can just put it on the table there. Thank you. Is it all right of me to ask how you are? I just lost my husband. How do you think I am? Can I be honest? I suppose. I think you're okay. Sort of. And I think you feel bad about that. That's rather bold of you. I I'm sorry. I just feel I've seen so much with bringing you your meals every day, and I think you're really sad you lost someone you cared about, but I think you're more upset that you aren't as sad as you think you should feel. I'm, I'm sorry. That's very over the line. I just... You've always been so kind to me, and I've paid attention. Well, you don't have to pay attention. I loved my husband, and that's all there is. Mary. Don't be so familiar. Just, just bring the meals as I've asked. You can go now. Yes, ma'am. She know why. It's so, it's so disrespectful of, of her and of Tommy.
No, 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 no. No, I've said too much. Where's the damn switch on this? Okay, I still don't entirely know what's going on with Mary, but I feel like she's getting close to telling. So I guess, fingers crossed. I mean, with Tommy gone, what else does she have to fear? She was afraid people would talk if she divorced him, and they're gonna talk now too, but more about him than her. I've got an idea. But I'm gonna let that go for now. <sighs> okay, let's check in on Nora. I'm still finding myself constantly worried about her. Hey, come on, what are you doing? I don't trust you, so I'm recording this conversation. Uh, why you gotta be all dramatic for? You kidnapped me and held me hostage for a week. Hey, we fed you, took care of you, what's the big deal? It could've been worse. Is that supposed to make me feel better? I know what you're capable of. Anyone from Queens knows. That's why I came to talk to you. I wanted to... I wanted to apologize. Look, who we was back in Queens, we ain't trying to be that no more. Like, I believe that. It's true! Our life was, uh, it's too much sometimes. Oh, yeah, sure. Have a seat. Make yourself right at home. Thank you. Look, we got on this boat to get away from all that shit in Queens. Why? You two are the most famous gangsters. Biggest rum business. You own the city. How's that a bad thing? Everybody needs something from you. People don't move without asking you. You gotta fight for your life every day. Bury someone else every day. Threaten somebody else every day. Dal and I, we ain't never been kids, right? Pops raised us into this life. Did my first hit when I was 11. Christ. Yeah. Just all became too much. We wanted out. But... But there's no way out when you're that high up. Yeah. It's uh, very astute of you. Yeah, I get it. So we got on this boat. But Darla, she ain't never known nothing different from our life. She fought real hard for everything we got. But here, it's like we're free for the first time. So, when she thought you'd get us in trouble with the cops, she got scared. Why are you telling me all this? You sure don't owe me an explanation. I don't want you looking over your shoulder thinking we're coming after you. We just want to be here, quiet and happy. It's nothing personal. We won't be looking for you. Mary! I can hear you in there! Ah, shit. Telling her we ain't coming after no more. Since they found the captain dead, I don't want her all paranoid and shit. You couldn't have told me that? Christ! We're supposed to be a team, Barry. Did that stop when we left Queens? No, no, we're still a team. Seems like only one of us left Queens, though. You shut your fucking mouth! If you two are gonna fight, go to your own room. Nah! No fight here! All I see is some bastard that don't understand how his sister bled for him. You two have fun chatting. I'm out of here! Is it bad that I'm starting to feel for them? I mean, I'm really glad Barry made things right with Nora. Eh, or at least tried. But I also understand how Darla feels. If Barry's all she has, then feeling like he doesn't have her back must be devastating. And Barry's first hit was at... 11? Who puts a child through that? Oh, I wish these two had tapes. They would be fascinating to study. Okay. Here's another one from Nora. Let's hope this one's a little better. Lottie! Hey, Lottie! Charlotte! Oh my god, I don't have any makeup on. Oh god. Just a minute! You always did like to keep me waiting. Well, I think you've earned it. May I come in? Sure.
Oh, Artie, I can't believe you're finally right here. After you stood me up for our dinner, I thought it was over. Took me all this time to work up the nerve to come down here. You're a sultry woman, but you know how to say no and mean it. It wasn't like that at all. There was a sudden issue and I couldn't even get out of bed for a week. You know, I miss when I could do that to you. <laughs> you're still as terrible as always. So what made you come down here? I'm surprised you remembered to call me Charlotte. Darling, when did I ever not follow along with whatever persona you created? And I came here because, well, I missed you. When I didn't see you at dinner, it just reminded me of all of our old times, and I just missed you so much. Well, why didn't you tell me you were getting on this boat? Well, there was no time. You know how impulsive my wife is. She found out the Washburns got their tickets, and she just had to, so she could compete with them. We were leaving so suddenly I didn't have time for how we normally do our correspondence. And when I called the Ansonia, no one would take my message for you. The girls can be like that. I heard from the other girls you were coming, so I got my ticket the day before. That's why this room is so... Oh, you know. It's perfect. Just like you. Reminds me of your first apartment when we met. That tiny little matchbook place. There was barely enough room to lay down. <laughs> yeah. Good thing you're so good while you're standing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how often I can come down here. It'll be like during the holidays. That's fine with me, as long as I get to see you sometime. Of course, darling. Now why don't we make up for lost time? <laughs> that sounds wonderful. You go to the bedroom. I'll be right there. <laughs> Sorry, Doctor. No free shows. <laughs> I'm so glad Nora is able to have this. She deserves some happiness. I know, I know, I shouldn't cheer on a man cheating on his wife, but cut me some slack. I'm turning in my thesis in the morning and my brain is scattered. I just want to take the happiness where I can. Between all the, uh, all the things happening on the Utopia, stuff that I still don't understand or really even want to believe is happening, I just want to enjoy the happy times. Yeah. Speaking of happy, I know we left them in kind of an awkwardness last time, but let's hope it goes a little better this time. Leo and Fiona. Yes, you have to sit down and take a break. I'm honestly fine. It's sweet of you, but I need to finish the painting. You're back. It's hurting you. Not terribly. It's common if I paint for a long time. And it's common when I'm working for a long time. And even I know that I need to take a rest. This is your room. It's not right. I won't be in here. It's all proper, I promise. You need to rest your back, even if it's just for a little while, okay? Fine. But only for a little while. Good. Good. I don't know what's going on. She's working so hard on the painting all day. She's even ignoring her health. Does she want to be away from me that badly? What if her husband did something? I mean, I'll be sad to see her go. Well, I'm sure it makes me a bad person. But I wish the painting would take longer. I know once she finishes, she probably won't come down here anymore. Uh, maybe to see Reginald. She really likes him. Well, I guess I could see her that much, maybe. But, uh, I'm going to miss her a lot. What kind of a man does that make me, Dr. Weissman? I guess that's something I'd have to talk to you directly about. She's so sweet and kind. And, yeah, she doesn't know much about poor people. She even sometimes makes a comment or two. That's a little ignorant, but she wants to be better. She wants to learn. She wants to be kind. 
I don't know about you, but that means a lot more to me than being perfect. Oh, but I tell you, if ever there was a perfect woman, it's her. I'll never say anything, I promise. She's got her husband, and what would a high-class lady like her want with a big, dumb farmer? I, I still think her husband is no good to her. But maybe, maybe I can just bring some niceness to her life. Uh, Dr. Weissman, I think I love her. Is that bad? Oh, it feels bad. But I do. I, I really love her. Leo? Oh, Fiona! I, when, when did you... Had, I, uh, what, what did you hear? Enough. Enough? <laughs> I love you too, Leo. Finally! Fucking finally! Now, Fiona, leave your shitty husband and just stay with Leo forever! Wait, wait, wait. Is this like... shipping? Am I shipping people from a hundred years ago? I mean, I guess I've been doing that all along. Oh, I hope they can work it out and all the, you know, monster stuff going on. It just, it, feel, it feels so good to see some love and happiness. Oh, shit. I have one from Aiden. Ever since he and Nora had their conversation, I've been a bit curious. <laughs> How have they influenced each other? What do they talk about? Oh, they're both a decent amount of paranoid in private, so there's no way to know what they said. Alright, so let's just check in with Aiden and, um... <clears throat> hey, Chris, what's up? Not much. I was gonna cook dinner tonight to celebrate finishing your thesis and this whole podcast thing. I'm at the grocery store to pick up supplies. What are you hungry for tonight? Um... Oh, man, I don't know. Stir-fry? Sure, that sounds easy enough. I'll just grab a bunch of different veggies and some meats for you and Amelia. Anything specific I should get? Um, I, I, I don't know. Broccoli? <laughs> okay, okay, you're clearly busy writing. So I'm just going to grab whatever seems good altogether. I'll see you tonight. Amelia is grabbing red wine. So, uh, it sounds wonderful. I'll see you at you guys' place. See you. Love you. I love you too. Okay. So, uh, the thing is, I'm not going to give up the podcast when my thesis is done. I can't. I just can't. This seems to be okay. I need to finish telling the story. They'll understand when I'm really finished with it. You know, I know they will. They just have to give me some time, so I'll just keep this a secret for a little while longer. They might be mad when they first find out, but they'll understand. I just know they will. Okay, so uh, let's check in on Aiden. So, what did y'all figure out? No clue. Someone on this boat's a killer, but I'm not about to go hunt them down. <laughs> right. You gotta keep your head down as much as possible. You've already drawn too much attention to yourself. You've had to start sending your food down through that farmer. He's good. Just a bit simple. It really means a lot to me. It's the children I worry most about, you know. Just want to make sure they all get fed. We adults just take what's left over. Mm. You're good people down there. Listen, I'll talk to the farmer. I, I think the breeding and the harvesting seasons are at the peak. That means I can try to request more food. He knows what it's for, so I'm sure he'll help. Hey, you're a saint. None of us would survive down here without your help. I'm just a man that knows what's right. <laughs> Can't have all those sweet babies down there starving. <laughs> well, thank you, really. Ah, it's the least I can do. So how you been holding up? I don't know. Seriously keeps coming by to check on me, but 
I just say that I'm fine and send her out. <laughs> Lord, that girl loves you. Yeah, but Colin loved her. Wouldn't be right for me to accept anything. Plus, I was having dinner with her when... Mm. It just wouldn't be right. I get it, I get it. Not to mention there's some stuff going on here that I just... Well, I don't want to think about it. But I have to think about it, you know? What you talking about, son? Well, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. <laughs> Try me. I listened to a whole lot of crazy shit come out of your mouth before. No sense in being quiet now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. It's... It's this boat. Or something on it. First the captain, then Colin. I hear some rich boy offed himself. People don't die that much, that fast, in a place like this. I think... I think the devil's on this boat. The devil? <laughs> I thought you said to quit drinking. Just because I'm not drinking doesn't mean I'm not Catholic, all right? I know what the devil does. People die in strange noises. I even have time I don't remember. I, Colin said I'd go raving like a madman and I wouldn't remember a word. What do you call that? <laughs> Alcohol withdrawals. Honestly, Aiden, ain't you supposed to be talking to that doctor about all this? I can't. He, he thinks I'm crazy enough as it is. I can't go adding to it. But I know what I've seen. I know what I've felt. There's something bad in this place and I, I don't think we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention it. Hey, it's not that damn funny. There's really something out here to hurt us. Oh, Aiden, you're so right. What did you say? You're right. About Captain, about Colin, about that. What you call him for? Richard, was it? You're right about it all. You always have been. Snake watching you absolutely fascinating. What's your going with us? We didn't do anything. <laughs> sure you did. Every single one of you humans has a, a vice, a flaw, some inner turmoil that makes your hearts taste delicious. Or what? Your heart. I'm gonna eat your heart, Aiden. Just like I will eat the hearts of every single person aboard this ship. Every man, woman, and child. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm dreaming this. It's the paranoia like Dr. Weissman said. No. Listen to me, Aiden. He's telling the truth. We're all going to die. Stop it. You're all in me head! No, I'm right here in front of you. Proof that everything you've known is right. None of you are safe. I'm here and I will devour you all. They're all going to die. And it'll be all your fault. Because you can't stop me. Well, hey, 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 hey. What's put, going on? Put the knife down, mate. Hey, listen to me. I know you're in there. Put the knife down. Why not? You can't stop me. And no one will ever believe you. Oh my God! Jeez. Oh God! Let's get out of here! It went right through his head. Blood Crow Stories is produced by Ellie Collins and Scott Moore. Season one, The SS Utopia, is written by Ellie Collins. Sound production by Scott Moore. Dr. Wiseman is played by David Benedict. Max is played by Evan Ivey. Tommy Washburn is Judson Ragsdale. Mary Washburn is Laura Hauser. Aidan Manis is Joe Ravenson. Nora is Emily Thomas. Penny Rutherford is Angel Ash. Leo Moretti is Charlie Close. Fiona Bedivere is Amanda Van Heil. Mel Seff is Eric Ravenscraft. Additional voices provided by Zachary Vaudo, Eric Green, Javakis Green, Audrey Statler, 
Lindsay Van Pelt, Leif Ballard, Arun Matthew, Daniel Van Heil, and Gray Lynn. Subscribe on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice and follow us on Twitter at TBCS Podcast, Instagram at The Blood Crow Stories, and Facebook at facebook.com backslash The Blood Crow Stories. Find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash The Blood Crow Stories to become a patron and receive behind the scenes access, bonus episodes, and monthly chats with cast and crew.